afternoon ladies and gentlemen welcome to yet another episode of your heroes of noise i am one half of this duo my name is steve and i am dan welcome to the apocalypse ladies and gentlemen today is march 19th 2020 we got shit to talk about i don't know steve you think we're ever just going to get back to doing a normal show because it seems to me like there there needs to be like, this is just normal now like this is our yes. new normal so it feels yes. I, I don't want to like burden people with this and think that it, you know they're going to start always hearing stuff about like what's going on right now but at the same time i've never been through this <laughs> you know, i'm pretty sure everyone that's listening right now has not been through this so seems to me like it's worth talking about a little bit it's it's an interesting the world we live in right now is something to behold to say the least Ain't it, it is great? something to believe i mean <laughs> Every, I mean, would you say, are you, do you see the streets, are they more empty to you locally or do you see the same amount of people that you used to? Um, you know, I was just out this morning for those that aren't aware, Fresno, California is on lockdown right now. So we just started that last night. Correct, Steve? Yeah. I've been inside so much. It's all blending together at this point, but yeah, that started as of 1201 this morning. And, uh, I went out just to see if I can get a few things I've been trying to they call it, what do they call it? The uh, hunter and gather. That's what I've been doing. So I've been making routine runs to the grocery store and trying to just sort of stock up on everything. We pretty much got everything under control. Just, there's just a few things like that, a little matter of toilet paper and cleaning <laughs> products. But other than that, anyway, but I'll go back to what I was saying uh, to answer your question. It, it looks normal out there, just a little bit lighter. You know what I mean? Like you can drive by and McDonald's looks open. Starbucks looks open. So it, 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 there is like the um, the faux normalcy that's going on right now. But yeah, it's a little less crowded. But you know what I'm liking is that when you go into a grocery store, like at least the one I'm going into, there doesn't seem to be like a, a, a panic. You know what I'm saying? And that's good because people don't need to be panicking right now. But everyone's been very cordial to each other, almost more so than normal. I've been making it a point to like thank my grocer because all the people in the grocery shop because grocery shop, the grocery store. Go on over, got to went over to the grocery shop, Steve, and picked me up some supplies. Are, but, are you, know you going to the store that this uh, are you going to the store north of you? Or are you going to the store by GB3? I'm going to the one north of me. I guess they're both north, but one of them's a little more northwest. Yeah. yeah. And so I would say my, my mom went to that one. Uh-huh. And she said that one is abnormal. As far as what do you mean? Like just calm? Yes, that's not normal. She I, said the one right there, she's like, I went to that one and it seems like everyone's really nice and everything's kind of chill. She's like, that's not what it is the rest of the city. Well, a buddy of mine put up something on Facebook just a little while ago that was like, hey, I found, what was it, Clorox spray. And I'm like, oh, shit, I'm going to go get me some of those. He went to Winco. 
And he says, everything's calm. There's not a lot of people right now. And Winco's close to me. So I, I, after I got back from the grocery store, I went back out again. And when I got there, there's this big ass line out the door. So heck no. Yeah, there's definitely different patterns of behavior for different stores. I'm hoping that this one stays cool. Ben works there. So it's nice. I kind of get like the, you know, the info before I go in or I'll hit him up and be like, hey, you got this. And if they got this, then I'll go get it. Does he ever hit you up for toilet? Hit you up and be like, hey, toilet paper's over here. I'm like, look, homie, can you help me out with the TP? And, you know, and he's, I think, I think he's a little nervous only because it's like he doesn't want to get in trouble. You know, I don't want, you and I don't want to get in trouble for him, that. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah, want to put him in a position where he's getting trouble, like, you know, hoarding stuff for dad or something like that. So I think he's a little apprehensive, but yeah. I'm like, that's cool. I, I get it. But at the same time, like when we run out, you could have told me, <laughs> you know, so well, I let's find that happy medium. Is- how long does it last? Because I know it's there at six in the morning. I would ask him, how long does it last? Because then I'll just get there at six in the morning and get some. Because if it lasts for an hour, you're fine. I went to a CVS this morning and they said, oh, we get our shipments on this day. Notice I didn't say which day. And um, but they're all. <laughs> but when you get there, like. Be ready to be camping out. So what? One square at a time. All I got right now is what? that weak stuff, too. You know, that kind of that weak toilet paper, yes, the one where you start yes. wiping and you go, oh, damn it. And, and you can just fill in the blank of what happened there. And here's the problem. Here's the problem. The big problem. Amazon. We just you know, you just found out Amazon found uh, they just reported a, a, a um, someone has a coronavirus in their warehouse. And so you really have to be careful about ordering anything from them, toilet paper, anything. You got to wipe it down. Don't even open it until you wipe the whole thing down. Then open it. Then wipe the inside down. The, you know, whatever package you have. Right. Everything's changing, dude. Right. And so it's almost like, well, should you just go to the store? I know the CVS by my house, the when I left, um, I, I went there at about 12 and someone was walking out with toilet paper in the afternoon. So I was like, oh, that was weird. I, I haven't seen that before. Didn't know. So that made me think, well, maybe it's not as bad as I thought it was, but yeah. go to Save Mart, it was. I'm still baffled by the TP thing. I know everyone's talked about it. Everyone and their mom has talked about it. So we won't go into like, why is everybody getting off the TP? But it's just fucking crazy. Weird. I'm more concerned with cleaning products right now and getting like, you know, milk and eggs and shit like that. I think we're good. Like I, I think this is the most I've ever shopped for my family all at like one time or, you know what I mean? Like within a period of time. Yeah. Like we're ready, dude. You want to come over and eat? <laughs> oh, you can't. Listen, Sorry. You can't come listen. over. Well, I, I'm stocked with, uh, I need to get eggs probably for Maj so that he has something to eat and some uh, veggie burritos. But, you know, Target is normally fine with, they have a ton of that. So I would say now's the best time to be a vegetarian or a vegan. Hey, easy, 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 bro. I'm just saying, everyone, if you want to, no, uh, bro. you know, switch <laughs> it over and start living a little more healthy. Uh-uh. You know, meat's short right now. Then I I recommend vegetarianism, dude. It is overflowing everywhere. Like we're like, hey, y'all have, but the t- the toilet paper is a thing that is a universal, like holy. Cr- but I did read a um a uh, psychiatrist or psychologist actually um just explained why it was happening. So I was like, okay, there is. He said it's not logical, but this is why people are hoarding toilet paper. This is why this thing is happening. And what is the scientific version of people are tripping? It is. Um, he said, uh, if, whenever there's a something like this, people gravitate and hoard something because it's something that they have control over. And toilet paper are one of those thing items that come in a lot. 
So you think you're supposed to get, oh, that thing is wrapped a lot of those things in one. So I'm going to take a bunch of those. He said, there is no logic. Your brain just thinks there's a lot of something in that. So I'm going to take that. <laughs> and then the, the next person looks and says, oh, what if that runs out? And then they follow you. And then they just keep, that's just how, now it's a mental thing where it's just mass hysteria. They think toilet paper is running out. Whereas the people that are actually providing toilet paper are like, it's not running out. We're going to go all day to the end of time. It's just you guys keep taking it. And they what they are worried about is here's what's going to happen. We're going to buy, buy, buy yep. and give you, give you, give you. Then when y'all, the thing is all over, there's going to be an overstock of this random item. And that's going to hurt companies, which is still going to hurt the economy. Because they're like, now we have nowhere to give all this insane amount of toilet paper that we ordered now. Because it's going to stop one day. And the orders aren't. They're going to be like, well, we're ordered till next next month. Where does it go? Like, what do we do? So they're like, that's going to be a thing too. So they're like, you guys are just creating a problem that's when you guys are like, whew, all done. No, no, no. Not for you, it's all done. For companies providing this, it's not. They ordered all this on their dime, and now it's going where? Nowhere now? And I was like, oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it's true. You would have to order. A, I didn't realize you just didn't order like a week ahead. They're like, no, we have to make orders for a while. And we're just, you know, so that's why they're doing it. People see that something is wrapped in a lot of something, and they just take that something. And once someone goes there and sees that it's almost out, they think, oh. <gasps> And mass hysteria. It's a good thing I have a bunch of stuff. Exactly. That's exactly what you just said is almost exactly what he what he said or she said. He's like, good thing I have a bunch of this thing in one. Okay. All right. You know what I've been doing, dude? Like, I think I may have. I didn't. You can't buy too much food, but no. I I was like, okay. See, what I'm trying to do, and, and I guess it all sort of feeds into it, is I'm just simply trying to take care of the family without having to like go out and shop at 45 different stores to get what I need. So I'm, you know, I'm stocked up for the moment. Excuse me. (coughs) COVID-19 there for you. (laughs) Particularly when it comes to meat, you know, we're, we're, we we don't eat meat with every meal, but we do eat meat quite a bit. So I've really been stocking up. And then I looked in my refrigerator. I was all proud of myself. And I'm like, oh, snap. Like, like I got to do something with all this meat. So, you know, I had to, I've been spending a lot of time like meal prepping and stuff this week. So oh, I've been doing really like, you know, cause I do sous vide. So I have me a vacuum sealer and then like vacuum seal bags. So I've been like, like I have steaks that are already like ready and seasoned, ready to go. Just chuck those mugs in the freezer and then just let them thaw out for like 24 hours and boom, sous vide. Good stuff. Oh no, you're good to go. I'm doing chicken thighs today. Everything's sous vide. And the reason why it's sous vide is because I uh, sort of, what was it? Two nights ago? Yeah, two nights ago. Even yesterday afternoon, actually, I was like, you know, I don't think I want to go down to the charcoal store today. The you know the barbecue place to yes, get the lump yes. coal, and I really should have because guess what? They're closed now, so everything's going to be like sous vide and, and uh, pan fried. Good stuff. Well, the, I I don't think we're actually doing enough here because you know they when I read someone sent me the article number and uh, remind me to get back to this one. Oh Lord have mercy. Anyway, someone sent me an article about you know the businesses were on that shutdown or what do they call it shelter in? Yeah. And um they're like businesses that are exempted exempted. And there's like a list of 40 businesses. I was like what are you guys doing? This is not the time to be like we don't want to anger businesses. Some things just need to be closed. Don't, and then they made sure to put, and this is where I'm going. So 
I didn't realize people go insane when sanity isn't around them. So a friend of ours that we both know from my department came over to my uh, place. And the first thing he said was, dude, look at this. And I was like, what? And he showed me an, an article that said guns, uh, they're going to start limiting gun sales and ammo locally. And I was like, in my brain, I'm like, that's really a smart thing. In his brain, he's like, they're starting to take our ammo. They're going to start yeah. taking our food. They're going to yeah. start see what they're doing. This, he I'm strikes like, me as a gun oh. guy too. Oh, not only him, but everyone there is now becoming that they're, they're going to come for us and I'm going to do what I need to do to protect my family. I was like, you know, not to be high and mighty, but I think people like yourself and myself, if we're not in certain places as a voice of reason, insanity ensues. Yeah. Like it is, it spreads like wildfire through a department. Where it's like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Oh my gosh, yeah, you're right. And now every, even the people that are like, oh, that's a logical person. They're buying guns and being like, they're not going to take my water. They're going to take your water, dude. Because in his theory is, here's what's going to happen. Toilet paper is going to run out. People are going to start using towels. Towels are going to clog, clog up the sewers, ruining our water supply. Then you have to buy water. And people who don't have who don't have water will now rob your house for water. I said, you just wrote a movie. In your brain, of what's going to happen. And in your brain, you're going to be Jason Bourne and protect <laughs> your family from all these gun-wielding maniacs. show all your skilly skills. <laughs> <laughs> okay, weekend ramble about to tear shit up. You know, <laughs> you know, the thing is, dude, it's like, I'm not really a gun person. I mean, I'm not a yeah. gun person at all, but I'm not necessarily anti-guns, but yes. I'm definitely not the, on the crazy side of I got like nine fucking AK-47s <laughs> that I'm not supposed to, you know, <laughs> got all these all these nine millimeters and shit just ready for when shit goes down. But I do have a lot of friends that are, so you know what? Maybe I'll just have to hit them up if shit goes down. You're going to have, and that's why I'll be like, come over, protect, and I'll cook for you. You have enough food. Dude, listen. You the good thing you did was you stocked up, you used your time wisely, went around, uh, gave people the COVID nineteen and shopped. <laughs> you did the wise thing, but I didn't really go out and and do the shopping. So on uh, tomorrow I'm off, and so I'm gonna stay up all night and just go out at five thirty. You're gonna have an all nighter. Yeah, just give it get it over with because I'm sure at five thirty it won't. It may be a line, but I'll at least be among the first to just get it over with. I got what I needed. Go home. I have a bidet uh, from Maj coming tomorrow so that he has one. Did you set the and other have... one up? Well, the interesting <laughs> thing about that. What? Um, is I'm planning on doing it, but then I found a really be a better one that I like better. Because this one, you have to take like your seat off, align stuff, then put your seat back on on top. I'm like, oh, Jesus, dude. There's another one that was sent out by someone who's not from this country. And so she's like, she put out a tweet. I retweeted it and she was saying, so y'all have just been doing this toilet paper thing, huh? Y'all are bugging. And they're like, well, what do y'all do? And she sent out her favorite portable bidet. And that's the one I got. And at the time when she sent it out, I bought it immediately and it was $12. Now, I don't know. Dog. Because it was right after I bought it. They said, I went back and said, let me buy another one. It said currently unavailable. Steve. Yeah. $12. It was 12 bucks, dude. Listen, dude. I'm a huge believer in you get what you pay for. Now, you have a very good bidet that's going to require maybe 10 minutes of work. 
versus spending 12 bucks for some shit. It's $12, Steve. It's not going to work. Yeah, but bidets are not expensive. Weren't expensive. Now they're before they weren't expensive. <laughs> I've never there seen was no a $12 demand. bidet before. I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm oh, sorry. no, it's portable. It's a portable bidet. A portable. Oh, portable. Yeah, I missed you saying portable. portable. Okay, yeah. now I'm confused. Isn't that like a squirt bottle? No, what it is is kind of, but it's like, you know how you have an electronic toothbrush? Yeah. And it has that long, you know, it has the brush part. Imagine that about double the, the length, and it has a squirter at the bottom that points up. And at the bottom, there's a, uh, you could pick the temperature you want your water. You could just put the water in. And so if you go to a hotel, you can bring this. If you go out of town, you can bring, everywhere you go, you now have a bidet with you. Hmm. And it's, um, and so you just squirt it underneath, get you all nice and clean. And uh, you don't have to take things all, but I'm going to have to put, unfortunately, I'm going to, it doesn't look like bidet, portable bidets. Now that she tweeted it out, those things are not going to be available. So I'm going to have to just put my, my uh, situation together. And people at work aren't even like, it's funny how people at work aren't tripping. I was like, what are you going to do with toilet paper? They're like, I don't care. Like ladies. And I'm like, not to get weird, but the toilet paper thing, huh? they're like, just take a shower afterwards. Like literally and went back to typing. I said, oh, that's what y'all are just going to, yeah, just take a shower afterwards. Do it hey, before you go in the shower. If you got to, you got to. They weren't even, they're like, yeah, toilet paper, whatever. Just take a shower afterwards. I said, you know, the more I thought about it that day, I was like, that is actually an interesting idea. Yeah, ladies that and I gentlemen. never it, thought of. <laughs> listen, folks, if you have a shower head that's removable and, you know, you can, you can get your unders, don't worry about it. You're good to go. There's your bidet. Little extra work, Gee, but don't crazy. trip. Yeah, we got to stop tripping. Everyone needs to. Everyone legit needs to. I did order some dude wipes. Oh, nice! Gonna keep your undies all all nice and fresh. Well, I'm worried from Famundas and duck butter. Well, yeah, <laughs> yes, because I didn't know. <laughs> I had to look up how to use a bidet. As far as afterwards, I'm like, do you pat yourself dry? Most people that are civilized, like like the not the wealthier, but you know. Whatever they're like, oh no no no! You have to use bamboo cloth. What? I was like bamboo bamboo cloth. cloth. And they're like, yeah, that's the you use bamboo cloth to to pat yourself dry. You, you know don't what? Use toilet paper. You use bamboo cloth. I think when this is all said and done, I'm gonna end up just going for the full bidet, like a real one, like drop maybe five six, because now you have air. You know, it's Rude, yeah, you just, you just air off. You're not having to go buy bamboo. What the fuck is a bamboo cloth? No, you're totally right. And also, if you guys do get a bidet that you need installed, um, hire a plumber. They're hurting right now. So hire a plumber to put it in. Don't use Home Depot. Hire a plumber that is actually a person that is out there working because they're out of business right now. So just, you know, hire people that are, you know. Out of work, you know, hurting or struggling. When you need something done, get someone that's not involved with Home Depot or Office Max or something like that. I just didn't, I didn't even think about how hard they're getting hit. So get somebody. And also, I know I just talked about stocking up on food, but that food is frozen. A lot of it's frozen or will keep for a while. Try to eat locally a little bit. There's a lot of businesses, man. A lot of businesses are going to go under because of this. I mean, they just said 
Uh, let's see. This is only regarding school, of course, but yeah. I believe that we're out now until at least May. I, I don't think Sarah's going to go back to school this year. No, neither am I. They, the, well, he sent me an assignment to, that I have to go do, but that's it. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of people are hurting, particularly local businesses and things like that, that can't have the capacity to stay open. I don't know if they're starting to do, like, for instance, Chinese food restaurants. They're already dealing with... I don't want to get political, but let's just say it's been called the Chinese Ugh. flu, which makes yeah. me fucking disgusted. And it's not that that's not what it's called. We all know yeah. that anyone on the, that's listening to us right now knows that. But that's what they're calling it. So guess what? People aren't going to Chinese restaurants because they're fucking stupid or they're not shopping at Asian grocers. Now, I should say that's probably changed right now, at least in Dude. our city, because of the Dude. lockdown. But yes. when it comes down to it, xenophobia usually wins out, which really sucks, at least totally in this true. town. This is a very conservative town. You know, I thought that we went for Bernie by eight points. Oh yeah, maybe I'm. Maybe Things are I'm changing. Uh, <laughs> Things are changing. Maybe so, I'm like not seeing it correctly, but I it just feels that way to me. That's what I thought. The our county went for Bernie. Now, mind you, I wanted Liz, but the fact that our county went for Bernie by eight points was like, and it went for Hillary. So I was like, oh, they're probably conservative around people. Then when they get in the voting block, they're like, I'm not gonna vote for that psycho. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot easier just to be like, uh huh, yeah. But, uh, dude, that was really smart, Dan. Actually, that's shop locally is genius. That is really good stuff right there, dude. You got to handle your people, man. We all have to stick together right now. I that's love it. that. I love that. Um, so yesterday, I'm at Food Max. Nope, two days ago. I'm at Food Max, and a lady in a wheelchair was like, am I going to die, you think? You're like, yeah, why? So she's like, I see your shirt that you work at a hospital. And I was like, um, Mama, what, what is going on with you? And she said, um, I'm just, I don't know what to, because she was going everywhere and didn't know what to shop for. You could see her kind of going in circles, really confused. And she's like, well, what do I get? And everyone's taking everything. And am I supposed to get this? And I had to like, you know, yeah. get down on a knee and be like, mom, all you can do is go go home, stay isolated. Don't come out. Have someone shop for you. And she starts crying. Mm. I'm like, geez, dude, this is a rough situation. Like they are scared and. Like, yeah. man, I, if, if you, I mean, look, dude, I'm, I'm glad you brought that help, up, dude. I'm trying to help every person of, you know, that are, is of age or a certain ages or who's different, um, you know, differently abled to, to get what they need to get. If someone's in, if someone's looking for toilet paper behind you and they're older than you, 60, 70, give them, give it to them. I know it sucks and I know it's easier said than done, but. It's a lot easier for you to go back out that next week than it is for someone in a in a which is and it's good that you know Costco changed their hours for elderly. That's beautiful. Yeah, I like that. That, that is beautiful. There are lots of stores that are doing that actually. They're giving oh, them a, a, an hour or two to shop before they let everybody else in. That's beautiful. And but all the you notice all the um twenty four hour places closed at night. I did not notice that because I'm sleeping. Winco's closed. Food Max is closed. They close at twelve because psycho people wouldn't let them stock as soon as they started stocking they would just take it out of the box yeah i heard that was going on at cbs people are the worst man the fucking worst (laughs) (laughs) they have to say we have this in inventory now before you take it and you know and they have to i remember when i worked in the grocery store i had to make sure everything was two-faced they had to face two behind you know make sure everything was straight Mm-hmm. And they wouldn't let them do it. As soon as they opened the box, they would just rip it open and take the stuff. So now you're like, did it get stolen? Did we have the invent? What's what's happening? So they just locked it down. They're like, Food Max, Winco, all those places closed, except for um, 
Walgreens is closing tonight. This is going to be the first night the 24 hours Walgreens is closed, except for the pharmacy. They're just like, people are acting. We can't even stock the shelves, man. I'm like, that's America. That's everywhere, not just America. But we tend to have a very, very high level of douches in our society. So, except for at your save mark, like my mom said, she's like, that one's a wonderful one, apparently. Yeah, don't give the location. We want all the douchebags to stay away. <laughs> you ain't lying, G. Ever since we said something about uh, the Asian market, that place has a line around that freaking building now. Well, once it hits Twitter, dude, it's all done. You ain't I'm assuming that's lying. where you saw it, right? That's exactly well, they're like, hey, go. there's racism happening, but our places are full. And I was like, oh. And I went over there. Well, mine is still super empty. Like, mine is just uh, filled with people that are local and you know, getting soup and pasta and all that stuff. And so I could just go there any time of the day and they have food galore. If you like, um, you know, if you like, certain, like I love Mama Noodles. So they have Mama Noodles galore. Are we doing a plug right now? Uh, no, I'm just saying like, if you want something that's going to be, you can get two boxes of Mama Noodles. Each one has like 40 packages for like seven bucks per. That will last you for a long time, dude. Just get, you know, be like, okay, worst case scenario, we have these noodles up there that we could just, that will suffice. Hi there. I'm Dan Ramirez. <laughs> Welcome to Smart Shopping with Steve Hudson. <laughs> Steve, if you can give them any recommendation right now of what to buy, where to buy, this is the time, sir. Go for it. Ladies and gentlemen, if this is a, if, the, if you've been wondering when to buy a detachable shower head, now is the time. Why, you ask? I'll tell you why. Sometimes it's hard to get the crevasses clean correctly if you have no toilet paper. And sometimes you eat some cereal that has nuts and figs and such, and they get caught amongst the booty. All you have to do now is get into the shower, spray a bit, get all nice in there, detachable shower head. Ladies and gentlemen, you are clean as a whistle this has been <laughs> this has been a public service announcement from your friend steve hudson and the heroes of noise wait now you have to have what what's yours what's your what's your shopping advice oh, okay hold up let me start this over yes, again please because you can't now you have to do one hi i'm dan ramirez and welcome to smart shopping part two you know ladies and gentlemen the one thing that we're taking for granted right now is vegetables. Try to stock up on vegetables. You go there, you get you, everyone's consumed with meat and bread and such, but you need veggies. You really do. It's good for you, uh, packed with vitamins. And of course, if you ever want to slip under or slip out of, I should say, the meat eating, the, the carnivorous ways, uh, you can always become a vegetarian. Oh. I'm considering it. Steve Hudson doesn't like this now. <laughs> Yesterday he did. But anyway, I'm Dan Ramirez. Thank you very much. <laughs> you were like, you should be a vegetarian. Now you're like, hey, 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 hey. Hey. Why you want to be trendy? Hey, where are you getting your vegetables from? Just from the regular Save Mart. Because really? now I'm sure we're starting to bore people with all this locals talk. But we're yeah. not. We're not. We're not. They have a Save Mart. Yeah. The Winco, these are the places where you go, and it's like a it's almost it almost looks like a Costco. And you're packing your own groceries and there's always like way too many unsavory characters there, if you will. These are the places that they have a lot of food, but they their their produce is kind of weak. 
So I don't like going there. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you the know produce game is weak. And now they're telling you not to even buy loose vegetables. The store that I go to actually gave us a two vegetable limit. Like, not two vegetable limit, Like, but I can only get two onions or two cucumbers. And what? Stuff. Oh, well, that's smart. That's smart. That's yeah, smart. It needs but if you have way. a family of five, you can just send another family member in there to get more. I just walk in with, like, fake glasses and mustache on. It makes it more fun that way. Hello there, sir. Well, hello. I have not stepped into this store today. <laughs> and look at the wonderful spread you have of vegetation. <laughs> I didn't know you were, you are a big, you know what's funny? I didn't realize you were such a big vegetable eater, but it makes sense. I'm really not, but I'm trying to be better at it. Because of the gym thing? Um, well, all that gym shit's out the window. Like, I was just telling Brian this in Chicago. And, of course, he has every right to not believe me because I, I have this wonderful line where it's like, man, I, this is my last hurrah. Like, I just got to get back in shape. And Brian fucking called me out. He's like, really? Because all you do is send me pictures of tater tots with eggs and shit on them. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> you got a point. Touche, sir. Touche. Yes. But... I had every intention of actually going back once, you know, once I got back from C2E2, yeah. all of the, I guess you could say partying type events are done and I was going to get back to it. And then this happens. So this is just per my doctor. My doctor was like, you know what? If you aren't going to the gym regularly, you probably should just stay out of it for now because your immune system may not be lowered, but there's a whole, there's a whole thing going on there. You know what I mean? Like your, your body gets used to it, I believe. Much like if you're around your kids, you, your body gets used to that kind of thing. I, I may not be speaking scientifically or medic, in medical terms, but per my physician, he was just like, you know what? Do something else. You want to exercise? Great. But do something else. Don't, maybe not go back to the gym just yet. And then I fucking get sick. Yeah, that's a, that's a tough situation. This is a bad time to get sick, Steve. You know, no one likes a man that's coughing. <laughs> and uh, I, it, dude, I just got over, I think it was the flu. Yeah, it's kind of hard to say these days. You know, now I'm going to be suspect, but I, I think you had it, dude. It's possible. It's very possible. But, you know, because that's the thing is that there, there's just not enough tests right now. So you can't like I tried. I went I called the doctor and I was like, should I come in right now? These are my symptoms and my symptoms were I didn't have a fever and I was only short of breath for one day. But I really think it was more of a not so much short of breath. I had a really bad cough is what it was. Yes. And I'm thinking that it felt like my chest was kind of sore. So I felt short of breath, if that makes sense. So, you know, but I had like lethargy. I was just like weak, like from Monday. I started on Monday. I'm like, man, I have like no energy whatsoever. I'm just going to chill today and do nothing. And then that turned into Tuesday. And then Wednesday, I was like, okay, I think I have a really bad allergy headache or something. Thursday, I go into work and I'm like, hey, doing that kind of thing. Hey, uh, my voice is starting to get a little weird. Put the mask on, which does nothing. But, you know, I figured if, if I can like keep germs from being spread. Of course. I would. But uh, had a long talk about that with my coworker, and I'm just like, you know what? I think that if I get more sick tomorrow, then I'm just going to fucking stay home because I'm normally the guy that will go in. And that's just be- that's been the norm. You know, when you go in, I'm in healthcare. The the things don't stop. So I try not to miss work. But when I woke up on Thursday morning or excuse me, on Friday morning, dude, I was like, oh, no, <laughs> I was just I couldn't breathe very well. My head was all stuffed up. I was just coughing like crazy. And I ended up calling in all weekend. I was supposed to work Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and I called in all weekend, dude. It just wasn't worth it. And I'm like, you know what? If I'm already this immunodepressed, like, what the fuck do I want to go into work for to, A, spread whatever I have and get whatever else they have? So I actually kind of went against my, I don't know know if it's better judgment, but against my norm, and I decided to call in. 
Well, I'm trying. That's really smart. And I'm trying to actually, um, again, uh, uh, well, now it's weird, but Amazon has deals with, you know, for workout equipment because they want people to work out at home. Yeah. And uh, they have like a kill. They have some killer deals with, you know, uh, benches and dumbbells and barbells and all that stuff. And so it's like if there was a place that I could put all the equipment. I would just do it, but I parked my car in my garage. And so I could put it on the basketball court out back, but then I'd have to move it anytime I wanted to play. I'm like, geez, where do I, it's just, where do I put it? Right. And then it's, and then it's going to be like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's gonna be compromised by the elements. Exactly. And so it's just like, otherwise I would just, I would just, you know, go ahead and, um, you know, work out here, but. Um, if here's what I will say, if they start talking about May or June, I'll have no choice but to somehow make room because I'll be like, well, I guess I got to buy, you know, spend like $1,500 and just get a full on setup with a dip and the pull up and the bench and the whole yeah. nine, and the dumbbells and just have it here. Worst case, when I have a cold, I could just go into the, you know, move my car out, go into the garage, pull all the equipment out and, and handle business. Right. Yeah, man. I'm, uh, my garage is kind of a mess right now, so I'm figuring this would be a really good time to get it organized. But I'm kind of with you. Maybe that's the way I'm going to go. I think it might be easier. Like, I'm pretty sure half the battle is going into the gym, like getting out of the house and driving sure. to the gym. That's half sure. the battle, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that makes it any easier when it's just open up a door and it's all right there for you. But I'm kind You're of starting less to less likely that. to go if it's at your house. That's the problem. See, and it's me. Yeah, we're because it's about. always there. And they're like, because, you know, it's like you look at it. You're like, oh, I'll just I'll go tonight. Oh, I'll go to the. Oh, it's right in the garage. I'll go there because you always know that it's there. So right. you won't go. But you, you might. <laughs> you might go. What I'm trying to say, ladies and gentlemen, is that I will have some exercise equipment for sale within Dan, no, three no. to four months. I believe you will be. I honestly, the way you are. I believe you will be in that uh, in the the garage. The, the only thing that worries me is that you don't go. You not saying you do this, but I'm worried that you'll open your garage and I'll be like, Jesus, dude, did you buy the gym? You only needed like four. <laughs> what did you do? You know, like you tend to go over. That's why I'm like, let me get what you need. Need. I only do that when it's something that I'm super, super into. So I'm not super, okay. super into working out just yet. And like down the line, yeah. I can see you going, yeah, I can see your behavior kicking in right now. You're kind of a, it's it's a very, it's almost like an addictive behavior. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Yeah. Whatever I get into, I super get into. And that yes. really, that came into play. You saw that come into play with podcasting. I'm oh, like, hey, well, dude, yes. I'm going to pick yes. up a microphone. You're like, oh, great. And then and I got this and this. MacBook and this. Pro. The MacBook Pro by itself is a gym. Yeah. The money you the money we spend on our computers is a nice enclosed gym right now. Hey, one more thing, man. One more thing. And then we'll get off of this whole COVID-19 stuff. But uh, let's talk about something good that's happening with this. Oh, I, I mean, I guess wait. it's kind of good. It's, yeah. not, it, it's one of those... Um, you know, silver lining things. So it looks like as of this week, Universal is making The Invisible Man, The Hunt, Emma, uh, the rockin' movie called Trolls World Tour. And I think maybe another one or two movies, they're going to be available as of tomorrow, Friday the 20th. They're going to be available on demand. So if you have like Apple TV, Roku, Xbox, I'm not entirely sure how this is working. I do know it works for Apple is these movies will be available and they're about 20 bucks a pop. They're not cheap, but 
if you have your family home and you know you don't have like a regal pass or something like that, which is useless at this point, you could watch movies from your house. And I think that's cool. I think that's a good idea. They need to do something to kind of keep the the money coming in. And I think this is they're so limited that this is all they have right now. But I have a pretty good feeling that other movie companies are going to follow suit and we'll probably start seeing more of this. I don't know. What do you think? I don't think they're going to be able to. It's just like uh, taking it back to COVID. If, if the movie theaters put this out or make this available, it's going to be hard to take back. Just like anything you make available during this COVID-19, hey, you're going to get a UBI. You're going to get $1,000 a month or $2,000 a month. Taking it back after this is going to be impossible. So I think if I'm universal and I realize people are paying 20 bucks a pop to watch it at home, I'd be like, shoot. <laughs> it seems like we're kind of winning here, right? Yeah. Yeah. Even though it's different if you have a family of four and those family of the, the family of four would have gone all four of them to go. But with Regal, that's not the case. They wouldn't have paid all that money to go see if you know what I'm saying they wouldn't have paid $20 a pop to go see that movie. So you're getting have. money. Exactly. So it's a win. If they find out people are going to buy 20, they're going to just keep doing it. They're going to be like, we're just going to release all of our movies in the theater and at home. Now, will it put theaters out of business? I don't think so. I think that there's a market, but it's. I think it's the only way they can make money. I want to see The Hunt yesterday. I want to see it yesterday. Well, you do and get so, to see it tomorrow. I'm going to watch. Dude, do you understand? I need to watch a movie to cleanse my palate. I need to watch a good movie. You know what's going to happen, though, and I hate uh, to, to I mean, it's not like I'm just giving you guys ideas, but this, I guarantee you, this is going to happen. They're making it available on demand, right? Mm-hmm. So guess what? We're going to start seeing a lot of piracy pop up. You know, and I'm not acting like Mr. Morals Maybe. or anything like that, but it, it's going, dude, I really think that's the case. I think that it's going to kind of, you know, have a negative impact on what they're trying to do, but we'll see. I mean, I'm glad that they're trying to do something. I think the piracy is going to be, hey, 10 of my friends come over. We're going to watch this $20 movie. Yeah, that'll that's work too. It, yeah, that, <laughs> that's what, you, but they have the right to do that. It's not even, they'll be like, hey, let me just invite seven of my friends over to watch this movie. Yeah, and, I got five on it, going to get popular again. Oh, gee, I can't believe Say My Name is getting popular again. That's insane to me. Why is that anyway. song getting popular? Oh, because it's the, it's, they made it spooky for the, um. Oh, yes, that's right. That's, that's right. That's genius. He, the for way he's man. doing that is crazy, dude. Jordan Peele, man. <laughs> Bro. And he gave a, a sister her shot to, to direct something. I like, but anyway, the way Jordan Peele is doing that is amazing. But before we get into any movie stuff, I know Dan has his favorite part of the show. You know what that is, ladies and gentlemen? Contact information. Hit me with it, Dan. I don't know if it's my favorite part of the show, man, but I'll go ahead and do that for you. Here we go. Hey, like I said, welcome to the apocalypse. My name is Dan and welcome to episode 103 of Heroes of Noise. See how I did that? trying to give you a friendly happy voice today because we need a little happiness in our life say hi to my friend steve hudson he's over there say hi steve yo there's my guy hey you want to you want to contact the show let's do this all right hit us up at heroes of noise podcast at gmail.com that's heroes of noise podcast at gmail.com hit us up on twitter at heroes of noise my name is dan you can reach me at dan q public and steve at se underscore hudson music you can get all of this stuff and more at www.heroesofnoise.com. Go over there, check it out, leave us a voicemail, subscribe to the show, check out our friend shows, buy some stuff, do what you want. 
also, you, there's a link right there. You can go to Patreon and uh, you can get, hook yourself up with a Patreon account where we're doing bonus stuff. And, and we'll get into that later, of course. If you want to check that out, I'll put a link in the show notes, all right? Other than that, I'm going to turn it back to my man, Steve Hudson, who I think may turn it back to me because that's usually how it works. Steve. Dan. See? I told you. <laughs> You've had some time on your hands, Dan. As you have too, Steve. Um, not really. Uh, cause we've, uh, the place that I play for, you know, we have to get ready for like pre-roll and video recordings and, you know, oh. it's making me, yeah. So there's no time on my hand. You're going to do like a broadcast services now. Bingo. So we got to be oh. video ready. There is no, oops, I hit the wrong. No. So we have to be video ready and all that stuff. So that this week has been getting the tracks together and all that stuff. And, um, all the fun things in life. But I saw Dan out there watching stuff and peeping stuff and checking stuff out, uh, talking about stuff on Facebook and the Heroes of Noise community. If you're not part of the Heroes of Noise community, I don't know what you're doing. I don't. I literally don't know what you're doing. You must be hunting for toilet paper because that's the only reason that it would keep you from getting the Heroes of Dan, how dope is our community? If you don't mind, since you were going to turn this back please. on me, two things first, all right? First of all, I want to welcome a new patron from Patreon, uh, Tara Wolfolk. Wolfolk? Oh, I'm going to jack your name up, and I knew I would. I won't even spell it, but Tara, thank you so much for for joining us, and we hope we can entertain the shit out of you. Now, let's get back to the fun. So there's this new app that came out, and if you have Google Chrome, you can download this on your, I think it has to be like a laptop or a desktop right now. Don't, you know, hold me to that, and maybe you can do it from your iPad or something, but you need Google Chrome. And what I'm talking about is called Netflix Party. I tried it out last night. I mean, it was late at night, so I didn't have anybody anybody on there. But what it is, is uh, it's just this application that extends to your uh, Google Chrome. And when you go on Netflix regularly, you'll see this little icon. And I think it just says like NP for Netflix party in the top right corner. Click on that. And then what it does is it gives you a link. And then you can send this link, which I will I plan on doing this. And maybe we can like schedule some stuff so we can make it fun. But uh, I thought that I would... Uh, basically make like a scheduled time that we can all watch a certain movie or something like that. I currently have like this poll going on right now on the uh, here's of noise podcast community asking what you guys want to do. Like, do you want to, is it, do you want an action movie, comedy, whatever. And uh, when you pick those, the, the highest number will, that's what we'll go with. And then we'll just all schedule this time and we'll watch a movie. It's pretty cool. Cause there's like a chat room with it too. So you guys can like talk shit while you're watching the movie and stuff. Genius. I didn't know that that was a thing. Yeah. It's a, like I probably should give them some love because speaking of Patreon, they do have, a, I haven't looked at it yet, but they do have a Patreon account too. But you know, kudos to them. Like it's the perfect time for this. If people can't be hanging out physically, at least they can do something like this. And it's kind of like going to the movies together, except you can talk. So look for that. I'll be doing that. Probably I have to work for the next five days. So probably sometime next week. Dan, I'm very upset. Why is that? I never heard of this. Don't know what to tell you there, brother. Like it's on the page. <laughs> Have you been I going know, to your own page? Dan. Oh, I just sent you something. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I, I thought, thought I heard it. To... I thought I heard a vibration. Yeah, I think you need to uh, get on this, homie. You got it? Uh, you're making me stop the show for this, Steve, and I'm going to. Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh. Hey, now. It... <laughs> I bought it right now while you were talking. Well, Talk for a second. <laughs> he, said, he said, hey, now. I was like, I'm sending it to my brother. 
Done and done, sir. Thank you very much. Thank you. Done and done. <laughs> we ain't playing no games. We that's, got a that's secret. A, that's a stopping the podcast. Yeah, man. Sorry. That was a just stop the podcast moment right there. And done and done. It's going to be seamless for you guys, but we handled some business right Bruh, now. Bruh, listen, listen. <laughs> Good looking out, man. Appreciate that. No doubt. No doubt. Um, So... I have never heard, I thought, Am, okay, I am the worst. So a person put Amazon Party on Twitter, and I right. thought, wow, they invented this thing that they're doing amongst their girlfriends. That's pretty slick. I did not know it was, in fact, an app. Did you just say Amazon Party? Did I say Amazon? Sorry. Because that sounds dope, but I don't think that's what you mean. It's a Netflix. I'm sorry. She said, we're going to all watch these things together, and we're going to yeah. watch this, you know. And so I was Netflix like, Netflix oh, Party. Yes. And I was like, oh, she invented this thing amongst her girlfriends. I didn't know it was a thing that you could actually watch as an app together. Bro, yeah, I think it's it super killing. dope, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 well, I don't know how they're making this money because, they're, you know, like I said, it is a, um, a Patreon. So if you do this and you like it and I'm going to do the same thing, maybe kick them a little something. That's how it works. Some shekels. They're doing the Lord's work right now. They're bringing us all together and we get to stay home. That's actually really, and you know what, dude, that's, I'm so glad that you did this segment because I had no idea what was, I'm going to definitely download and hook them up because that is a smart app. Someone that, the fact that people put that together so quick, that is insane, bro. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll put the link in the notes as well, yeah. but it's basically, if you just Google Netflix party, you're going to find it. And again, you need Google Chrome for that. So speaking of stuff that you that that we're watching together, I didn't get to watch. We we actually I didn't get to watch as many things as you did. Yeah, but <laughs> other than let's skip over the first one. No, no, no. Let's do that first. No, because I haven't finished it. I want to finish it, Dan. Oh come it, on. Let me. Can I just? So you think? It? So real quick, you yeah. <laughs> you think that you by finishing this movie mm-hmm. that you're going to have a different opinion of it? I think it will be a more lot because if I'm like it sucked, did you finish it? No. Well, then why are you even giving? I want to actually be like, yeah, I watched it from beginning to end, and here's my opinion. Oh, man, that means that you're going to have to, uh, now I have to freaking watch it again. All right, all right. Let's I have ahead. to finish it. Yeah, I have to finish it. Um, <laughs> I really I really wanted to bash this movie today. Okay, then let's- It's uh, going down. Oh, no, no, no. Please, keep that heat, though, because I have see. a feeling it's going to- But anyway, uh, what you been watching, Dan? All right, dude. So I've watched several things this week. Uh, the mm-hmm. first thing I watched, it's an, not, a little bit older. came out last year, but I haven't seen it yet, so it's new to me. And it is Dark Waters, starring Mark Ruffalo, directed by Todd Haynes and written by Nathaniel Rich. Have you heard of this movie? I have heard of this movie. It's um, fairly Aaron Brockovich-like, but huh. I only mean that in the case that it's someone just fought long-term for something. But it's actually a very interesting story. Um, I will say that... It's around two hours long, and it seemed like a long two hours. <laughs> when I say that, though, it's not like um, it's terrible. It's just a lot of information, and it, and it goes over like a long period of time, like a decade. Yeah. And there's not a lot of happy stuff going on with this movie, but it's all stuff that I think that we should watch. So I'll get to that in just a second. Okay. Basically, what it's about is a corporate defense attorney takes on an environmental lawsuit against a chemical company. Spoilers. We're talking about DuPont. The, that exposes a lengthy history of pollution. So, yeah, this really went down, man. Um, started in the late 90s. And basically what it is, uh, Mark Ruffalo plays, uh, his name is Rob Billat, I believe. And he's just working for a, for a law firm that actually defends chemical companies. Well, there's this farmer guy that kind of knows his grandma a little bit. And he gets the information from her. And then he goes and he finds him. And he's like, look, 
I need you to come out and like check this out. Like my cows are dying. I've lost, you know, X amount of cows. It's a lot of cows, ladies and gentlemen. You'll see. That's a lot of fucking cows. But something's up. And it's I know I've been farming my entire life. Like something's up. You need to come and check this out. I've got videotapes okay. for you to look at. These are here's like a, a a sample of a tumor I took off my cow. Something's up. I believe my cows are getting poisoned, blah, 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 blah. Jeez. So Mark Ruffalo goes out there and uh, or I should say Rob Billot goes out there. And it's one of those things where he takes a little bit of convincing. But once he's finally convinced, really what's going on is that they uh, they target on DuPont because DuPont apparently had this chemical that has gone under different names and it still exists to this day. It's called Teflon. Heard of Teflon? Sure, you've heard of Teflon. So Heck yeah, that's what I'm made of. They've changed the name several times. But what it was is they had this excessive amount of byproduct. And they didn't know what to do with it. They couldn't use the chem- this certain chemical anymore. So they just buried it all. And then, you know, I'm not going to explain the whole movie to you, but for legal reasons, they had to actually move it again. So okay. they planted a lot of this uh, landfill, I should say, on that farmer's land for reasons which you'll you'll learn when you watch the movie. And, of okay. course, it got into the water and everything. And it's pretty freaking scary because at the end of the movie, and this isn't really a spoiler, you could look this up online right now. It basically says that 99% of Americans, no, excuse me, 99% of people in the world have this chemical in them that just it's just not going to go away. But I mean, it was causing cancer to the people around it. It was in the drinking water. It was causing uh, it had some uh, some fluoride properties to it, but it was like too much fluoride, I believe. And it was turning people's teeth black. I mean, it was a freaking mess, but it took Mark Billot like I think it was like 11 years to get any type of win on this. And of course, you know, again, you can look all of this stuff up. It wasn't quite the win that they were looking for, but there was this class action lawsuit that against DuPont and they did pay out, but not nearly enough. I mean, this is a massive company. And what's uh, the reason that you need to watch this movie is, again, it's a true story, but it definitely is a snapshot of corporate America and how the big wigs don't give a shit. They got to keep making that money. And, and you know, and com- like chemical companies like this, they they don't care. It's just the truth, you know, and I, and I maybe it's unfair to say that now, but if it was there before, it's still going to be there. I mean, that's just it's just the corporate world, oh, man. you know what I mean? It's just yeah, it's just eat the weak, basically, instead of eating the rich. But anyway, uh, the movie's actually very good. I found it super informative. And again, I think that if you're not familiar with this, it would behoove you to watch this just to learn a little bit about, you know, some of our American not American history, like as far as the history books go, but, you know, legal battle with DuPont. And the severity, basically, of what they've done and how it's kind of unrepairable at this point. So, again, the movie's called Dark Waters. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give this movie. I really liked it. Again, it's just a little it's just a little bit of a long movie for me. And maybe that's just my opinion. But I'm going to go ahead and give this a solid four out of five cow tumors. (sighs) Now I got to watch this movie, dude. Honestly, dude, I don't think you're going to waste your time watching it. It's just again, I like these sort of political corporates. People are clowns movies, though. And Ruffalo doing the lawyer thing. How am I not going to like this movie? You know, I failed to say, too, that Anne Hathaway is in this as well, plays his wife. And at first, when you're watching the movie, you're like, I like Anne Hathaway. I think she's great. Um, Yeah, I do. She's really good. But I'm watching the movie and I'm like, okay, there's Anne Hathaway. But everything she's doing so far that I've seen in this movie really doesn't need to be Anne Hathaway. She's just a kind of like the housewife. 
How was your day, honey? What's wrong, honey? I got the kids, honey. You need to spend more time at home, honey. That kind of shit. And it was just, it was fairly generic. So I'm like, wow, that's, they went a long way to get her for this. You know I mean? I guess it's just star power that they're looking for, but she's not doing a lot. She ramps it up a little bit at the end, towards the end of the movie, and she does a fine job. But again, I'm like a huge fan of, of Anne Hathaway. So. You do like you some Anne Hathaway, don't you? I do. I do. I like her a lot, Steve. All right. Now, I have watched a few things. Do you want me to tell you about a rewatch, a cornball movie, or a new movie that I was just like, oh, I had never even thought of. This is a new, brand new situation. In this particular scenario you're giving me, yes. I would like you yeah. to go with whatever excited you most. Oh, dude, that's not fair. All of it excited me for different re- reasons. So I'll just, I'll just, I'll tell you about the cornball movie I saw. Cornball it is. 47 meters down, uncaged. Oh, I remember this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it, but there's a reason. Oh, you have not seen this movie? I have not, no. I'm shocked. Please tell me, enlighten me about how wonderful and excited and cornball. What is it? 47 meters down, 47 uncaged. Meter down. Okay, okay, now. Real quick, does that mean that there's a 47 meters down and this is the sequel? That's official. It sounds like a sequel. With Mandy Moore on the original one. Mandy Moore's in the original one. I'll be watching that. <laughs> so it, it stars Sistine Stallone, Sophie Nelise, and Corinne Fox. There's a Stallone in the movie? She's related to Stallone. Oh, Stallone. she's got to be, right? She might be, dude. And then John Corbett randomly. She's so, like, hey, there's a lot of shots down here. And she was kind of, she was good. Okay, anyway. So I turn on, I, I'm like, you know how you just go through movies, movie. I realize I'm like, you know, I'm going to stop doing this because I could just go searching for movies. I'm just going to play the movie that I land on. And I close my eyes. I flip and it's 47 minutes down. I'm like, oh, Steve. I push play. <laughs> what have you done, sir? Let me tell you something, bro. Now is the time for cornball movies. Now is the time that they are going to rise and take over the world. Because I was like, in this time of COVID, I needed something that was so ludicrous that it's it, it took my mind off of what was happening. And this movie is just that. Because it starts and these girls are so mean and so goofy that all of them go on this swimming trip and you're like, oh, I don't care if any of them die. So you're waiting for some of them to go. <laughs> yeah, like it's going to happen. Are, we know it's yeah, going to exactly. happen and I don't mind. Exactly. Because they make them so unlikable that you're like, oh, we're going to be rooting for the sharks. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> and it is a, here's what I'll tell you, dude. There were some legit moments where I was just like, okay, this is, oh, sniff. There were those moments in this movie where I was like, oh, that was a really good, and there's one, you remember that um, that kill scene where uh, Samuel L. Uh, Deep Blue Sea, where Samuel L. out of nowhere gets eaten? He's yeah. giving a speech. There is that in this movie. That is, I was like, oh, that's funny. I didn't think they'd do that. Oh, that person dies, huh? Interesting. I think you and probably if you and Gail watch this movie, you guys would have fun. There's not a question. It has no business being as entertaining as it is. And the sharks look legit. I was like, that doesn't even look like a CGI. It, it is, obviously. But I was like, they had no business making the CGI as good as that. Why did they do that, I wonder, for this movie that will never hit the screen? Why did they make an awesome CGI shark? Yeah, for a movie that's never going to hit the screen. I don't know. That's a really good point, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's a lot of money wasted on a really deep. Now, there's some 
where I'll, I'll ruin part of it. Uh, this girl struggles to get away from this shark. The shark has his teeth around her tank. Around, around. Hold up. Say that one more time. Her, her the, the shark bites her oxygen tank and she's under <laughs> underwater. And I swear, she's just, to, I swear to you, I thought you said the shark has his teeth around her taint. And I'm like, wow, I got to watch this movie now. Wrong again. Sorry. I really, <laughs> really thought you said that. I'm sorry. I'm not even trying to be funny. Oh, I know. But uh, her tank, her, her oxygen tank. I like tank better, but go on. He's ripping it and ripping it. And she's like, how am I going to get out of this situation? So what do you do? Obviously, take the tank off. Right. And then she drowns. <laughs> He's like, I really should have thought that through a little bit better. <laughs> I thought after this big fight that she's like, oh, I'll know what I'll do. And she took off the tank. It was like, all right, good. And she looks up and she's way too far. He's like, oh, snap. Bad idea. <laughs> it's easier to take off than put back on in this situation. Gee. And I was like, then why did th-? I was like, that's cold. They had her fighting for her life. And she's like, oh, I have an idea. And they're like, yeah, she still does. <laughs> And that's when I was just like, oh, these directors are like, yeah, everyone you really didn't like in this movie, this is what we're doing to them. 47 meters down. Bad ideas. Gee, you you and Gail would have fun with this movie. I'll check it out, dude. Is it on Netflix or where'd you watch it? Ah, uh, Prime. On Prime. All right. Yes. So that's, I will give this movie one and a half. That's fair. One and a half stabbed shark eyeballs. Because Stabbed of course. shark eyeballs. Is that a spoiler? No, no. Uh, I will tell you this. You know what is great? No one exits this movie without being insanely injured. I mean, to the point I was like, if they got away, what was the point of making sure they have these enormous, terrible wounds that are never going to, like, they are all wounded that get away from this. Terribly. We'll live terrible lives. But we'll exactly. Live. <laughs> I was like, I like this. Hey, the shark wins, man. Maybe the shark Oh, no, the win. shark. No, sh- here's the funny thing. These are CGI sharks, right? Yeah. No shark died. Not one. All of them were soldierific. Hmm. It's really good. And now, now I'm kind of intrigued as to why they escaped these sharks. Oh, yeah. And none of them got hurt. Well, because people were just busy eating others. That was a big one. When one is like, okay, I got one. It gives them a shot to go. And be like, I'm going to now get away with us now since that's eating that one. And then they they just pick them off. And as you pick them off, it gives you a chance to get away. And so I'm like, dude, this is really cool. I like it. Nice, dude. I'll peep it. You like mind you also be doing if if it's not you and Gail watching it be doing uh, something else. Oh, is this one of the Steve Hudson fold your clothes while you watch yes, the movie? Yes, exactly. Bingo. Okay. So anything but, anything for you that is below a two, maybe a two and below, requires some other activity. Correct. Absolutely. And okay. not only that, but you. But there will be parts where you're folding and you realize you stop folding. Would I be better to? Would I be better folding or cooking in this case? Though considering where your kitchen is, folding. Okay, fair enough. Because you can't see what's happening. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to watch, what is it called again? 47 meters down, uncaged. Uncaged. Just remember, have some clothes with you so you can fold them. Very important. I did not expect to talk about that movie for that long. That's okay, man. That's what what we do, right? right. People want to know what you've been watching, Steve. That's the thing. What's next for you, brother? 
So I watched another one. All these are going to obviously not be in the theater. So that's why some of these are a little bit older or maybe a couple weeks, but not too much. But the next one that I watched is a movie called All the Bright Places. Have you seen this one on Netflix? I've No, I've seen the, um, yeah, I, you know how they do the autoplay? I've yeah. seen that. And I was like, oh, this looks interesting. So this movie came out this year, and it's the story of Violet and Theodore, who meet and change each other's lives forever. As they struggle with the emotional and physical scars of their past, they discover that even the smallest places and moments can mean something. All right. Let's just say right off the bat, and this isn't going to... No, no, no. No, no, no. Like, I know why you're laughing, but let me just say right off the bat, uh-huh. we have seen movies like this before. Um, okay. one, one of them that I would say is pretty close to it, or at least has that feel, would be something like The Fault in Our Stars. Okay. You know... Um, it's it's one of those kind of movies. If you've if you've seen The Fault in Our Stars, I don't really want to say why, but if you've seen that movie, it's fairly similar to this. And chances are you've probably already seen this one. But um, dude, it's a pretty freaking solid movie, man. It stars Elle Fanning and Justice Smith, who I think is fantastic. Do you you know who Justice Smith is, right? I do not. Justice Smith. Let's see what he's been. He's been in a lot of things. Uh, he was in the the Get Down. Oh wait. And he was in uh Jesus. What else has he been in here? I'll just pull him up real quick. Is it Justice? Justice Smith. Yeah, look at him. As up. in Justice. Okay. Yeah, but he's been in um he's been in Paper Towns, which was a great movie. He's been in The Get Down. He was in Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Oh, yeah, but we yeah, can't yeah, hold yeah. that against him. But yeah, he's great, man. And I yeah. think every time he is in a new movie, he just kind of keeps giving more and more. I think he's super solid, but I also think that El Fanning was fantastic in this too. Um Justice Smith plays Ted Finch or Finch. El Fanning plays Violet Markey. So these two find each other under these crazy circumstances, and it turns out that Finch, his character, he's an outcast for reasons which you'll see in the movie. I don't want to give everything away, but they call him the freak, and he's that guy, you know. So it's 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 a girl that's damaged from trauma, and it's a guy that's um, kind of an outcast, and they find this bond together, and, and and they you know they fall in love. It's one of those kind of movies. But what happens in this movie and their story? It's actually quite touching, man. And I found myself. I was watching Gail watch this. Now, I have to say, she cries at everything. Like, she really does. And I'm just like, she cries at everything. But she cried hard on this one. I'm not saying you're going to do that. But it was enough for me to go like, okay, I'm going to finish up and watch this now. Like, you're clearly into this movie. I'm going to watch it again when you are when you go to sleep. And I'm glad that I did. I didn't cry. I did think it was a really good movie, especially for like a Netflix movie and that type of movie in general. Like, it's not, I'm not necessarily the um, the demographic for this movie. I think it's more of like a young adult type of situation. You know, it's going to really hit you if you're like in high school, but it's a good movie. And I don't think that if you're not in high school or you're too old, you shouldn't be too old to watch this movie. I think you should check it out. So, again, it's all the bright places. It's on Netflix. And let's see, what am I going to give this one? I'm going to go ahead and give all the bright places 3.75 out of five crashed cars. That is fair. Okay. You'll watch romantic comedies and things like that. And I realize it's the comedy that's getting you. But you also like romantic movies on occasion. I think this would be a great like for you and your lady. To sit down. You and Melissa can sit down and watch this movie. And I think you can like be there to console her when she starts crying. Does she cry? Is she a crier? Oh, dude. She cried on Train to Busan. Hor- like, as in, like, <laughs> that cry yeah. on Train to Busan. Like, Gail literally had a <laughs> with, with this movie. I'm not joking. Like, she cried. Like, I'm like, damn. You all right? Did you cry? I, no, that's what I'm saying. I didn't cry. Were you listening to me or were you walking around? I, I just, was. But honestly, did you tear Like, did you tear up as one? Not like, oh, did you tear up? Like, no. Well, like a little welling. No, but then again, Damn. I'm a I'm a troubled individual. You know what I mean? <laughs> I've you got cry to, uh, at movies. I forgot what movies you. Cry no, about. that's true. Actually, no, I cry at movies. I'm I'm not going to front. Um, no, this one I didn't. I just didn't think. You know what it is? 
I think it's because like I kind of knew where it was going. Like it has ah, the feel, you know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. it's and that's not a bad thing, but you if you've seen Fault in Our Stars or something, yeah. there's other movies like that. You've seen sort too many of, movies, yeah. Yeah, you just yeah. go, "Oh, I know what, you know." <laughs> yeah. This one didn't boggle my mind or anything like that, but it's not to say that it's not a good movie. I think you should check it out, and I think everyone should check. It. You know what? You got nothing else to fucking do. So check the Maybe movie. Out. I watched it for you guys. I did the work. Now you guys can just follow up and watch it. Whatever you want to do. So that okay, well, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and watch it. I'm gonna go ahead and watch it because you've given the recommendation, and Thank I you. will tell you what I thought. Think next week. Thank you. What do you got? Well, the next thing I watched, we're gonna go for the rewatch. I rewatched two long movies. I rewatched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and I mm-hmm. watched I rewatched Wolf of Wall Street. Okay. Okay, dude. Both of those movies are just works of art, dude. There's nothing more I could say about these movies except for I realized in watching Wolf of Wall Street again, there's a lot of stuff I totally forgot. Yeah. You know what? I'm similar situation. Uh, just going along with what you're saying. I had only seen it once as well. And I recently rewatched it, too. So we can talk about this one. Oh, somewhere. Sure. Like, it's Dude. such a good fucking movie. Yeah, oh thank thank you. G. How good is this movie? It's, <laughs> it's so good. It's why Leonardo DiCaprio is my favorite actor. Like, oh, just hands down. Like, he's just fucking phenomenal in this. Matter of fact, everybody's phenomenal in this movie. There's not one person that stands out like, eh, they shouldn't have had them. Every single person, particularly Jonah Hill, phenomenal. Let me tell you how good Leonardo DiCaprio is. He is a horrendous person in this movie. Yes, he is. And I found my dumb self welling up. And I bet you don't, I don't, I, I don't think you'll be, be able to guess the part I welled up in. Uh, I'm having a hard time thinking of anything where he was truly like, except for the end, of course. No, there's a part where he gets up there and he says, he talks to one of his associates and says, where did I meet you? Oh, yes. When I met you, you were a single mom, barely making it. And you said, I just need money to get through rent. He said, what did I do? I gave you $25,000 because I believed. I was like, oh, Leonardo has turned this man into an. Um, how good do you have to be to do that? Well, he was just crazy, crazy rich. Like he was throwing away hundred dollar bills, <laughs> wiping his But I think in it. that moment, he was like, "I believed in you. I knew you could sell. <laughs> I just knew it." And I was like, "Wow!" Look you know what's funny about that scene? And I think that's what they wanted you to. That's the reaction that they wanted from you. I didn't get that reaction on that part because, you know, I've already, I loved the character, but I was already like, this dude's such an asshole. (laughs) You know what I mean? So when he did that, to me, it was like, I'm smelling my own farts here. And I'm going to tell everyone around us how awesome I am. Absolutely. But she was down. Like she, he obviously saved her and she loved him for it. But the thing is, that's Leonardo's acting ability to do that. To be able to be like, I'm going to pull you in. Even though you know what I'm doing, I am saying how dope I am because I'm saying, what did I do for you? He did such a good job at it that you start feeling for like, oh, he did this for her. And I was like, what the crap? I had to snap out of it. I'm like, what the? This guy's a horrible person. He's a, but it's just Leonardo's ability to pull you in. He's just not human, dude. Like, he is not a human being. Like, when he's at the table and (laughs) and he says, everybody just wants to get rich. And the guy's like, I met this Amish guy one time. (laughs) 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 
Always wanting to argue and shit. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Always that guy. Oh, yeah? Like, well, actually. <laughs> I met an Amish guy. He's like, all he wanted to do is work. And he's like, the crap are you? He's like, well, you said everyone wants to get rich. And the whole table was like, oh, my God. That is what you said. <laughs> it is so good, dude. All of his underlings are hilarious, man. You've seen all these guys in different movies, but they're, they're dude, so damn was, funny. They were shot. Jonah Hill, bro. <laughs> Come on now. That's a whole other level of beast mode acting right there. Beast mode. He was not Jonah Hill. People keep on being like, well, he kind of played himself. No, that's not how Jonah Hill acts. He he acted like a different person in this movie. Fantastic. Yeah. I, I don't, well, let's see. Is there anything negative about this movie? I mean, I really can't think of one thing where it's like, ah, they should have done this. Or because, you know, it is based on a true story uh, by the, you know, if you haven't seen this movie, it's about a guy named Jordan Belfort, who was kind of a nobody. And then he went to go work for Wall Street for a little while. Then they crashed. So he was like basically doing nothing. And through the penny saver, he found this place where he could do uh, sell penny stocks. Well, he already was like primed because he'd been working with the hardcore guys and he was primed to go in there and just like destroy this place. And he basically did this kind of a dirty scam where he was selling very rich people penny stocks that didn't pay off anywhere, but they were yes. getting paid. Hand- what was it? 50 percent. Didn't they get like 50 percent? When he heard that, he said, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> That's a great scene, man. <laughs> guys, like, said, if you can sell $10,000, I'll, what do you say? I'll blow you myself. <laughs> and he's like, and I hope you do sell those. And I hope you do. <laughs> he liked him. Dude, it is so, okay, I'm going to ask you. Yeah. Um, Who do you think had the best two-minute run in a movie? Uh, Alec Baldwin and Glengarry Glenn Ross with the always be closing speech. That's great, too. Or Matthew McConaughey in his real quick scene at the table. Mm. Yes. Mm. <laughs> Which one do you think? Mm. I know who I think, but I'm biased. Um, No, I'm going to have to give it to Baldwin. The, the game over, right? I, I don't think we're going to ever see any two-minute, three-minute scene. Because remember, we did not see him that whole movie. Right. Until the, and he came in and cooked. Everyone, but it's a cl- is. Would this be a close second? Coffee is for closers. Um, and <laughs> <so laughs> what's your name? F you. <laughs> oh man, you're you're putting up a pretty. F you's what my name is. Yeah. <laughs> I would ha- uh, no. I'm gonna have to give it. I don't even think it's close, dude. I think I gotta oh, give it wow. to. Like Same you know what it me. is. I got to give it to Baldwin, but I think it's because McConaughey was still very, very much McConaughey in that. You're right, dude. You're right. You're right. Great lines, but I don't know. I just think that it doesn't even come close to what fucking Alec Baldwin did. As soon as Alec walked in, people looked like, who's that? He had the swagger of, wait, who is this guy that just walked into our... I think I'm going to have to watch that speech again (laughs) I have to watch that movie again. It's been quite some That's time since I've seen it. That's a great movie, dude. Heartbreaking, but Pacino was at his. He hadn't gone all the way yet. Oh, he was still, He was still a, like a, I'm acting. He's not like, I'll just be Pacino and everything. He's He was acting. But yeah, I would, like, I would say, just like you said, Matthew McConaughey, like, you know, the story behind it is they saw him doing it off camera and they said, hey, go, you should do that. Do that at the table. 
And even you see Leonardo DiCaprio looking to the side being like, are we, are we rolling? Like, is this a thing right now? It was a wonderful scene, but you're right. Alec has it. It's not close. I bought the book and I was going to try and read it on the way to C2E2 and back, but other things just, so I have it. It's just sitting there on my table, but I think I'm going to read it, man. So what I was going to ask you is that scene that you were just talking about, it's verified that McConaughey was just doing that. And they said, Hey, you should do it. Yes. Okay. So then my next question is what the fuck was he doing? That's what he does before scenes. He hypes (sighs) himself up doing that. And Martin Scorsese was like, dude. And when he was doing it and doing, making him do it with him, you see Leonardo look to the side at Martin Scorsese and Scorsese's like, go. Yeah. Keep doing that. Because he's like, are we still, is this a, and you could tell, like, I think Leo's sort of confused at what's happening. You know, man, I don't dislike McConaughey, but <laughs> knowing this now, it just makes me roll my eyes. You oh, know? but you, it's so him. When, when I heard that, I was like, of course. Where's That's McConaughey at? We need him for the scene. Mm. Oh. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Hold on a second, man. I'm just trying to get all my chakras in line and, you know, appreciate what life has to offer us. And, uh, you know, mm. dude. Hey, man, man, you ever you ever played bongos naked, man? Because that's some real good stuff, too, man. It just makes you feel like one with the world. And like, Shut up, Matthew McConaughey. Dude, like, I would dude. never hire Matthew. If I was making movies, I wouldn't hire him because I just shut up, Matthew McConaughey. He is, here's what I'll say. What I loved about not just the scene is the reaction from Leo that is so, considering how bombastic he is for the rest of the movie, he played a brand newbie so well. Yeah. That this new world is just, he's like, how much do you masturbate? And Leo's like, "Uh, um, you know, like, you know, once, twice a, no, you got it. I do it twice a day. I'm like, he's so letting him, let himself being overpowered by this monster that is Matthew McConaughey in this scene. Did he say something like, I just masturbated right before I came to talk to you? He said, loosens, he says, like, loosens the something. I was like, that is so. <laughs> Got to release the poison. He's <laughs> so good. Clean out and the pipes. <laughs> that's not even my favorite. Like, there are so many favorite scenes in this movie. And after it was done, I was like, I, sh- I why haven't I read? Because I bought it. I bought it. So I watched it on mute movies everywhere. And I was like, why haven't I freaking Watch this movie again before. I thought I just, well, after I watched it once, I was like, that was really good. And I just never got around to watching it again. Now, I know Dude. where your head's going to go the moment I ask you this question. But what are your thoughts on Margot Robbie in this movie? She was really good. Okay, now let's talk about her vagina. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm wow. Joking. I'm kidding. No, but. She uh, was she, fantastic. Dude, Dude, that was my first, like, that was my introduction to Margot Robbie was this movie. And I'm just like this. I mean, for obvious reasons, she's phenomenal, but she's so fucking good in this movie. And yeah, I've sort of been a fan ever since, man. He, I mean, that that whole, that whole, when she's like, um, screw me. Like it's your last time. I said, man, this is a scene right here. And it's so uncomfortable. too. It's very, and they just linger on the shot and he's just pounding away all desperate. And she's just like, Oh God, hurry up. You know, like, I, I fucking hate you right now. He is. And the, the the hard part is, for me, when I was watching it, watching, 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 watching it, and I was like, yeah, this guy's a douche. Then when he slaps her and hits her in the stomach, then you're like, oh, that's right. This dude is horrendous. This guy is a, ever so often, Martin Scorsese drops in a scene to show, this is a horrible man. He's horrible. Just to let you know. So if you're like, oh, it seems like being rich is really cool. No, that means it's a problem with you. Because I've dropped in a hundred different reasons why this guy is an absolute horror show. 
So good, dude. And you know that Jordan Belfort is really in that movie, right? Yeah, he's the one introducing him at the end. And I failed to mention that Rob Billat is actually in the movie uh, Dark Waters as well. So thought I would bring that back around again. You can For see sure. who, Yeah, you'll see him. And if you don't know who he is, they show him at the end of the movie. I forgot John Favreau was in it. Yeah, I know. Me too. Aya Cash buddy, is in that. There's a lot of good people in this movie. Dude, Kyle freaking Chandler. Kyle Chandler. Oh, yeah. You know what? I blanked on the name for a second, but yes, the FBI. Oh, oh my God. My God that dude. scene, dude, on the yacht. On the yacht, bro. Is like mental chess. <laughs> I loved it. Because they're just having fun. And then the person who breaks the chess is, he's like, can you say that one with her? That's when everything is just like, oh, this guy was never going to break for me. Because for a second, Leo thought he had him. Right. Until he's like, can you say that one more time for me? And man, every, it's just, I was like, how does Martin Scorsese do this? How does he do this? And like every foul thing that they're saying to each other is done with a smile. Oh, dude. It's all passive aggressive and everything. Yeah, dude. I, oh. hey, guys, if you have not seen The Wolf of Wall Street, <laughs> you are doing yourselves a disservice. This movie is fucking fantastic. What do you think? Do you think it's his best movie? Whew. I mean, he's got a lot of good ones, dude. I'll even take it back to like uh, This Boy's Life. When he Gil- was up against Gilbert, Robert De Niro, what's eating? Gil- uh, what's eating Gilbert Grape? Yeah, that's another. I thought he was um, differently abled. I thought he did that so perfectly. I mean, you know, he didn't do any of the. Um, there was there was a certain way that people would kind of, and it, it you know terribly, of course, but they would sort of mock that, and they would do certain mannerisms with their hands or something. And he did something that was he did this thing where he kind of like had his fingers fanned out and he was like touching yes! his face. And it was just so realistic, man. But yeah, he's, he's I mean, that, again, a solid cast all the way through that one. But Wolf of Wall Street. I think it might be one of my most favorite movies ever, to be honest with it's you. It's a great and I think his best performance. Now, mind you, I think his best performance is probably Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But this is a close like second. I know you talked about and I'm not going to debate with you on that one. We're not, was, no, no, no. I no, he was fantastic. Yeah. I, I I just, I don't know. That movie just didn't really sit well with me, man. After after the, the initial thing. viewing, I'm just like, eh, yeah, okay, the movie. I get it. She she walked out of the movie and was just like, yeah, I didn't like that. I was you like, know? what? She's like, it just was like Quentin kind of just, you know, blowing himself, sort of. I thought I so like, too. What? I think it's I think it's definitely split down the middle with that movie. Some people just love it, like yourself. I was just like, eh, whatever. But I've kind of been that way with his movies, like the last couple. You really ha- do, but you love Jackie Brown, right? Yes. You think he went off after that? Like, I actually liked it more than I remembered because we were talking about that on the show. And I'm like, you know what? I, and I didn't give it a lot of love. So, I mean, I didn't hate on it, but I'm like, eh, I didn't give it as much love as I should. So I went back and watched it. I'm like, oh, yeah, Steve's Holy 100% crap. right. Fantastic. Now, would you say that that is Samuel L.'s best performance? It's one of them. But I'm I'm a huge <laughs> fan of, of Winston, man, in Pulp Fiction. So oh, that, yeah, that, that, no, that to me true. is my favorite role. Does it sound like we're gonna have to do a Quentin Tarantino? Uh, recap? Oh yeah, we we've been talking about it for a while. I think we should. But yeah, I so Wolf of Wall Street. People, listen. Pe- what Dan said. If you haven't seen it, this isn't a glorification of riches. It's just not. It's it's a it shows what wealth can do to a normal human being. This is what obscene wealth. Because in the beginning, he would have done this for a hundred thousand dollars a year. He would have been like, I'm happy. But he just started, he, he unfortunately tipped into something that he was so good at that he had no choice but to be rich. He made that before his coffee break. 
you know, <laughs> when it when it came listen. down to it, he was just making so much freaking money. He made so much money that like that's why I loved when Kyle Chandler said, "You know what's gonna make me happy? This beautiful yacht when I'm seizing it." I said, "Go ahead, bruh. Let that <laughs> dude know." He's like, "When I'm taking this away from you, oh!" But then you notice one day he's in the subway. And he's looking around like, did I make the wrong decision? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, wait a minute. Maybe I should have taken. Because Leonardo did say, look, I can get you through that test you flunked. And you can make a lot of money. And then when he's realized he's wearing the same suit every day on the subway with all the rest of these people. Yeah. You have you have to wonder. And that was a line, right? Didn't he say that too? Like, you're going to go home and wear the same fucking suit. He, like, he yes! went off on him and hit him with like a... Uh, uh, like an unhealthy dose of reality. <laughs> he him let like him shit. know. Dude. And then he said, hey, when he was leaving, he's like, hey, no big deal. This is just your salary in my pocket. Yeah. And starts throwing it off the side of the boat. Like, I call it like, what did he say? Burn material or something? He's like, I don't, I have so much money that it means nothing. But then he turned around and you saw his face turn like, this guy's going to be a problem. Right. This dude is not going to sleep. Now that you've now that you've done this tap dance, he's not gonna sleep until he takes you down. You probably should have approached it a different way. First guy he wasn't able to buy. First dude he was not able to buy was an FBI freaking agent. Rightfully so, I guess. Right. So good. Um, what do you give Wolf of Wall Street? It's not an end game for me. No, it's not an end game. But I'm gonna go ahead and give it a saw, like like without question, a five out of five uh, expired quaaludes. I'm going to give it a five out of five crawling to cars. Five out of five times crawling to cars? Yes. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> That'll work. <laughs> that I think about that one for a second. Him rolling down the stairs, dude, was just... I wonder if they planned that. Or if he just did it. I just thought it was so funny when he's trying to... He doesn't realize that he's not speaking correctly. So he's trying to say something, but it's coming out all... When you, when you get the other scene. Hilarious. Oh, man. and what about when he... For a quick second thought of killing jonah hill yeah dude oh dude so much <laughs> so much going on in this movie guys check so this one much out. going on he just looked at him and was like what if i just let him choke so weird what else you've been watching brother oh my turn again okay so on hulu i watched a movie that sort of caught my eye and i'm like because uh, okay let me let me explain what i'm talking about pete davidson i'm kind of like hit or miss with him I can't quite figure him out, but I think now I like him even more than I did just a little while ago because I watched a movie called Big Time Adolescence on Hulu. You know what's funny? Who said something about it on our... I believe it was Melissa. It was Melissa. And I was like, um, uh, Slota, Slaughterhouse. I think that's her name. No, it's not. Slaughterhouse. Slaughterhouse, maybe. Sloterhouse, Dan? A.C. Sloter. DJ Sloterhouse. Hey, I'm going to call her A.C. Sloter. She's going to be like, what does that even mean? <laughs> oh, it took me a second. I get that one now, yeah. A.C. Sloter. That's good, right? She'll get it. I barely got it. <laughs> no, she won't. She has, There's no way, dude. She's like 12. You've got to um, stop this. You have to stop this belittling of age. Uh, I kind of have to because, you know, we're, we're, uh, they're, they're carriers, Dan. I don't know if you heard this. They're carriers. <laughs> she's not going to get sick, but she's going <laughs> to, you're going to infect everybody, Melissa. But, um, no, uh, I saw Melissa put it up and it made 
I automatically, like, literally was like, I waved it off until she put it up. And I said, well, if she likes it, I think I'm going to go. Because she doesn't, it's, she's not going to put up trash. So I'm like, oh, I'm definitely going to check this out. No, she's got great taste. Did For you, sure. I think that you may have actually, like, written it off in that scenario because of a certain actor that's in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. You got to stop doing that, man. I've got to give this. Now I've been, it's been proven twice. Now he doesn't have a big part in this movie. The person that I'm talking about is Machine Gun Kelly. He does. Oh, no, no. It wasn't him. Oh, I thought you were talking about MGK. It's Pete Davidson. Okay. Like I was saying, me too. (laughs) That's why I wrote it off. Yeah. No, dude. I love Don't write this movie off. He's fucking great in this movie. After Tommy Lee. After Tommy Lee, dude. I'm. I cannot write him off. No, no, he's really. He's actually becoming a, a great actor. Yeah, dude. but he has a fairly small part in this movie. But he's okay. funny and it's entertaining when he's on screen. But um, Pete Davidson. Let me just give you the premise real quick. A suburban okay. teenager comes of age under the destructive guidance of his best friend, an aimless college dropout. Now, I'm not going to give you any names, Steve, but I think that the reason that this movie really hit with me is that um, Pete Davidson's character Zeke. Plays kind of like the like an older brother. What it is, it's about this kid named Monroe. And um, good name. his sister's boyfriend, kind of boyfriend, like he sees her all the time, but he, he's been known to go out and screw other girls and stuff like that. But he smokes weed, he drinks beer, and he really like looks up to him at that age. So after they, the sister and him break up, he still stays in his life and basically becomes like his best friend. So years later, he's still hanging out with him. And I think this is important too, because the night that they break up, He's like, well, can I just hang out with you for just a little bit? He's like, and then Zeke's like, I don't really think your sister's going to be cool with that. But, you know, fuck it. Come with me for an hour. And they end up going to this parking lot, right? And I'm saying this scene for a reason. They go to this parking lot and it shows them drinking and smoking with a bunch of other people. And then it's like another night of drinking and smoking and another night. And then like the hairstyle changes and then another hairstyle changes. And what's going on is it's telling you that. and, And personally, I know I've had this person in my life. Sometimes we look up to people because we're of a certain age and they're doing everything that we seem that seems cool to us. You know, maybe they can get us some beer or, you know, they can, they can facilitate certain things. Maybe we want to get high. So they'll find us some weed and, and, you know, they seem to be hanging out with all the the pretty girls and you get my point, the cool guy, good times, you know? And then as we get older, that doesn't change. Our interests change, but we're starting to see now as, you know, like as we're starting to kind of, I mean, obviously you're not going to ever, get older than them. But as we get older and in that period of our life, we're like, Oh, well I'm not really doing that stuff anymore. And this guy's still doing that. So you get what I'm saying? So we've always kind of, so he's like Matthew McConaughey days and confused. Uh, yeah, that's a good way of, yeah, that's a perfect way of doing it. Yeah. Not quite. He's not sleazy like that. (laughs) Like, Hey, 16, you know, (laughs) whatever, whatever you say. He's not like that. I haven't seen that movie. I just know that that's his character. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's the older guy that, you know, and he's, he seems really cool amongst the the younger friends, but you know, basically what this movie is, is that you start to see as you're growing up, how you perceive someone can be completely different than when you first start out. Totally. Totally. And we've, I personally know several people that have been this way. I've been through similar experiences that uh, Monroe's been through Mo as they call him. But um, yeah, there's been those times where I just, I had this older friend and then like, wow, I'm like, I'm married now and I have a kid and I'm not like thinking I'm better than you, but you are still hanging out in the same fucking bar that we were hanging out when we were like 21. You know what I mean? And yes, just sort of living that life. And it's, it's sad actually, but I think that they do an excellent job of portraying that. Okay. And the acting's all phenomenal, man. Like seriously, 
Uh, Griffin Gluck, who plays Mo, is fantastic. He's a I, you're going to see this kid's going to be a star. I'm telling you right now. But Pete Davidson, that's the shocker. Like he just kills it in this movie. And okay. I really recommend that everybody watch this. Like even if you didn't grow up partying when you're a teenager or anything like that, maybe you have kids and guess what? That's going to happen at some point, or at least it has potential to it's, this isn't a movie to where like you need to like watch this so you can watch for all the signs or anything. But I think it is a good way to sort of relate to both parties. You know what I mean? And you see it from a, uh, I'm looking up to you type of standpoint to like, Oh wow. What have you become? And I've become this. It's, it's really good. I don't, I'm hoping that I'm doing it some form of justice by explaining it, but I don't really want to blow the plot for you because I really want you to watch this movie. So please I will do. watch it. Um, I really enjoyed it actually more so than I thought I would. So I'm going to go ahead and give this movie a solid four out of five, Woo-hoo! uh, four out of five beers in the parking lot. Wow. That's what I'm so, giving it. I don't know. Okay. Couldn't think of anything else, but that's what I'm giving it. All right. That's sometimes a, that's this, really sometimes this movie. wacky rating shit just gets exhausting, but that's what we're doing. All right. Well, shoot. So check it's it out, Steve. It's on Hulu. I will do that. I will do that. You're going to love it. All right. Let's get down to the main event, though. So this week, Dan, anyone who knows um, me, Dan does, knows that my favorite genre of movie is horror. I am a horror. My favorite genre is horror. Sounds like a Sesame Street character saying it. I'm a horror movie <laughs> fanatic. And um I I got I was just flipping through um Netflix and I saw a show called Blood Ride. And I was like, what the crap is this? I said it very, you know, antagonistic apparently. The crap. And uh <laughs> Mom's like, Dad, you okay? I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm just thinking out loud again. I just, I'm sorry, I'm just mad that this random commercial uh, the thing on Netflix is showing me a new show. <laughs> the crap is this? How so, dare they? It's an outrage. <laughs> so I say, okay, you know what? I'm going to... The dope thing is they're, they're like, start at any episode. I said, why would they say it like that? Like, start anywhere. Totally true. You can do this. You can... And I was like, okay, well, then I'll call your bluff and I'll start on this one. And dude, I said, wow, they really actually did something pretty special with this. I... What it is, what Blood Ride is, is a series of little vignettes of horror stories that all circle around the people that are on this bus in the beginning of the show. I will say no more than that because it's just fun because on, on the bus, they're actually doing things that have to do with their segment. Yes. And I, like in the beginning, I'm kind of looking and I find myself wondering, Hmm, I wonder what that means. And then I'll watch it. I'm like, Oh, okay. I will say this, Dan, I haven't seen all the episodes yet. I only have one more to go. Two more to go. I have not seen one bad one yet. Did you start from one? Yes. I, oh, no, I started from five and then I went to one. Okay. So I've only watched the first three. Fell asleep watching the fourth one just because it was late. Yeah. Um, dude, dude. I, none of them are bad. None yes. of them are bad. I didn't like the third one as much as the other ones. It was called Bad Writer. Yeah. The, 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 yeah, yeah. That one was okay. 
I, it was, <sighs> but I like the ending. I was like, oh, that's pretty good. You know, I don't know. Maybe I'm not being fair to that one because I do recall now that there was something that distracted me for a second. But when I got back to it, yes, I could have rewound or, uh, you know, gone back. But yeah. um, I don't know. I, I just it was fine. It was it wasn't bad, but it definitely pulled me out of it a little bit. Um, yeah. And. I felt like certain things weren't explained on that one, but that's okay because these episodes are only like 30 minutes long. It's yes. kind of like a, think of like a, uh, think of black mirror for horror. That's kind of what you're dealing with on the show, except it's not all tied together to the best of my knowledge. Maybe they do something and really like close it down at the end, but no, no. no. And I just like that. So yes, you can totally just watch any particular episode. That's what I started watching last night, but I realized that a lot of our listeners are on the East coast or in the Midwest and I'm like firing this thing up at midnight watching it so no one joined in but um yeah this might be one of the one of the uh, shows that i do with the netflix party because there's just certain things it's like oh did you see that shit you know you can like chat that stuff out totally I think it's, it's dude totally fun show man um the other thing that we should let you know and i believe it is a is it a swedish show yes it's yes. a swedish series and it's dubbed dubbed very well but the one thing that i'll say and it really came into play on this uh the second episode which is called three sick brothers is sometimes, much like anime, the dubbing doesn't always work out. I don't mean like moving of lips. It's just sometimes like maybe they're singing a song or something like that. Oh, and, yeah, 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 you know, the, the actor needs to come up with something that's going to fill that space. When they're singing, I need to make up a song now. Or the writer has to do that. And sometimes it doesn't always go well. It's not, it's totally forgiving. You know what I mean? Like, it's not even something that I would really consider this to be a negative thing, but it is something that I notice is that much like anime, it's sometimes the the translation comes across a little weird. But other than that, this is a mind-blowingly good horror anthology, if you like that kind of thing. Yes. You can't miss it, this one. I did not think it was going to be as good as it was, because you already know, if it's horror, I'm like, oh, I'm coming in ready to blaze, y'all. But man, the here's the problem about Three Sick Brothers. I've seen... Someone like me should have known the ending. We won't ruin it for you. But I I should have known because I watched that sort of movie. Yeah. Uh And it did this thing where it's like, oh, my God. They did nothing. Like, I should have guessed the ending. And I was not guessing the ending in the least because they did a switcheroo. They're like, here's what you think the plot is. But no, no, no. That's the plot. I was like, that was so well done. So well done, dude. Do you think that if we went back and watched that again, that we would find those little things? Totally. Because no a question. lot of movies, they're there and they're yeah. hiding in plain sight. I don't know if it's the case with this one. Like it really like, oh shit. Like I did not see that. Coming. <laughs> and I can say that about everything that I've seen so far. Yes. Gives me that like, oh snap. Did not see that coming. It's got great endings. Everything that I've seen so far has fantastic endings. Well, dude, the, the ultimate Oh, I did see a fourth one, Steve. Like- which one? I remember the fourth one now. I watched Lab Rats. So that I did good, I do dude. remember it now. That and that was one good. was kind of intense. <laughs> like it's it shows yeah. you. Oh, so I only have two left too then. <laughs> yeah, that's where I'm at. Shit, I'm almost done. All right, cool. That's why I, I just after Lab Rats, I was like, because I thought Lab Rats again, none of these have I guessed the ending. Even on Ultimate Sacrifice, when the ending was about to happen, I was like, oh, I know what's gonna happen. Then when that chair turned around, I was like, holy crap. <laughs> Yeah, I love the premise of that one. I thought that was uh, because I'm not going to say what's going on with this one, but the mom is just a terrible. You could just tell from 
from line one, oh, you're the antagonist in this. Like just immediately. For sure. And that's not a knock to the plot or anything like that. But you can just tell like, okay, we've got 30 minutes to to summarize this. Let's just show you who the baddie is right at first. And I don't think but, that that's giving anything away. Is it giving anything away? No, but also I get where she's coming from because she was taken out of her element into this random countryside town. Right. And then he's like, don't worry, we'll be back in, in six years, a year point. And he was like, she's like, oh, hell yeah. No. The way so I took I it is it. that they, they came from like a big city or, or at least a yes. busier life. And for whatever monetary reasons due to work, they had to sell all of their stuff and move out to a like Bingo. downsize in the country, basically. Bingo. And it sucks. And she is one of those. There's she's not having people. it. Exactly. And some people are going to let you know that they are not happy all the time. And she's that person. I know those people. And she's that person. And as aren't long they great? as she's there, aren't they wonderful? <laughs> when everyone's struggling the same way, they're going to make it known. I hate this. I hate that. I hate be like, oh, yeah, yeah. But it's it's fun how they show. It, it, here's what they did that was so genius. They make being really nice weird. <laughs> yeah. Like it's instantly uncomfortable. <laughs> they're like, they're so nice that it's weird. I'm like, well, should that be weird? We should all be like, oh, that's them being nice. Yeah. But it makes them be like, in the world today, someone being really nice, a bunch, like one person coming to help you with the house is nice. 12 people coming to help you with the house is, huh, this is it's an interesting place. Yeah. Like, I don't want a false, like, give, I don't want to give anyone a false uh, plot. No. But I will no. say that if you're into movies where, a whole bunch of people are collectively acting weird. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And 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 the protagonist is kind of like, yeah. what's up? What's going on? It's like one of those kind of things. But that if, part only yeah. comes into play a little bit. If I thought it, like I thought they were going to go you know, like more this. into that. Or you'd see like the finale. You would see yeah. all of those people or something like that. So it's not that type of a thing. But I think you'll get what I'm saying. It's one of those almost like almost cult like, if you will. If that's what I was saying. If you like Midsummer, you're going to like this segment. You know what? I was going to make that comparison, but it's so, so broad. You know what I mean? It's not a broad comparison. It's just there's there's a certain element of that weird yes. community thing in it that really works with this, man. And it's, the, the animal thing. I was like, because in my brain, again, we're not going to even say, all I'm going to say is that segment, Um, there were a lot of moving pieces that if they would have played this wrong, would have been corny. Right. If they would have played it a little wrong, it would have been like, well, that was a cornball episode. Whoever, I mean, look, I if, if if I hope it gets immediately renewed. I know in Sweden it probably will. I just hope Netflix keeps it and says, hey, we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna go ahead and let y'all do another another uh because so far it's I think we're early on this. I think it's going to like be the talk in a while. Yeah, Everyone's going to be like Blood Ride's the thing to watch right now. Get I on agree. Blood Ride. What do you what are you giving it? Uh, let's see. You know, I'll be real with you, man. There's a lot of good stuff on Netflix. A lot of good series on Netflix, but they don't always make me just want to lock down and just finish it. Like just yeah. binge the shit out of it. So I'm going pretty high with this one, man. And as far as horror goes, too, you know, I'm a picky person when it comes to. Horror. Yes, dude. Yes. And, you know, horror is a is a very broad description of what's going on here but just that how'd you put it <laughs> just in that particular 
of hell yeah. Um, I think that it does a really good job because it's got the psychological part of it too. And that's what you really need personally. That's what I need in a horror movie is some psychological. I want my mind to be screwed with ladies and gentlemen. That's what I'm saying. And I think they do a fantastic job with this, even with the dubbing that I've seen some horrible dubbing. This is not bad at all. So I'm going to go ahead and give it a four. Uh, wow, man. Um, <laughs> like, I don't know. Do I want to go higher with it? Um, you know what, Steve? I think I'm going to go a 4.5. I mean it now. A 4.5 out of five sacrificial stones. That's a really good. I'm going to go. I'm going to give this one a four. Uh, I will give this one four decapitated fingers. Oh, that was good. That was, that really was good. funny. Good. Yeah. So yeah, yeah that's I'll good. give it four for four dude. And and I think I'm very I'm really looking forward to what the last two are. Again, I have heard nothing. Like online, everyone's just like, holy crap, this is good. No one's yeah. been like, this sucks. Everyone's like, oh my God. No. It's a really good show. And I think that's why I went just a tiny bit higher with something like this. It's just that uh it, I do feel like it's gonna explode and people are gonna really I hope you guys find this. It's on Netflix again. But I was way more surprised with it. You know, I mean, I just yeah. thought, okay, maybe we'll get a couple of good episodes or something, being that it's an anthology. But every single episode is really great. Yeah. There's only one that I ha- like, you know, if you have to rate them, there's one so far that definitely is the, the I don't even want to say the worst one, but like the lesser of the other yes. two. But, or the other three, actually. But no, uh, check this out, man. Blood Ride is fucking sick. It's dope. Now, uh, don't I sound intelligent been- when I say fucking sick? I love it. What, what else you been watching? Um, I believe that's going to be it for me, sir. Wait a minute. I think I was going to ask you a question. What was the question I was going to ask you? Oh, okay. Instead of that, because this is a question we got on the, before we get out of here, obviously. Um, So we were talking about, we were going to do a, for COVID-19, we were going to do a virus or a contagion episode. And we were going back and forth texting on different contagion episodes, right? Or contagion movies. Yes. Okay. I said American Werewolf in London, and you said another one that was that was like I don't know if that counts. You said I don't know if that counts. The thing. What was what yours again? The, the thing. thing. Okay. Are those virus? I think American Werewolf is more of a virus than the thing is. But if you are adding the element of transformation into it, and I'm not talking about to a um, mm-hmm. Resembling an undead person or something yes. like that, but yes. from man to beast. I don't know if you can call that a, a, a true infection movie if you're comparing it to something like, say, Outbreak or Contagion. Hmm. See, I'm thinking. Or 28 Days Later, for that matter. True. But if you get bitten and that virus manifests itself in a way that you transform, that's a virus in my brain. I. Don't agree with your brain. Neither the more. One. Yeah, I think the more it makes sense. But when you really dig in, they're like, yeah, but. Here's another way to look at it, too. Yeah. Hit me with it. Call it what you want. But let's just call it supernatural. Ah, There's a supernatural like element to it. And you have you there have folklore on werewolves and things right. like that. You're right. And with the thing, which I can't count it as a contagion movie anymore, is because it's it's from it's an extraterrestrial thing. No, you're totally that was actually that was brilliant, Dan. I don't know about what, brilliant, sir, a, but I'll take it. I'll take no, a compliment. Putting, leaving supernatural effects away, taking yeah. away the extraterrestrial away 
we still have a massive list. Of yeah, but I think it really needs to come down to either man-made or some sort of natural virus that infects people worldwide. That's and when it, you have, in my opinion, a true, conti- or excuse totally me, a true infection movie. Well done, Dan. That was actually, you pretty much squashed that in a minute and a half. Made some light work of that, didn't I? Dude, yeah, the supernatural. I didn't even think of the supernatural element. Yeah, I think so. What do you guys think? Do you think that movies like that, like The Thing or American Werewolf in London, are more of like a contagion type of a movie or a horror movie? You know what I mean? I personally think, well, you heard what I just thought. I'm curious what you guys think, though. I'm trying to stimulate some back and forth with the listeners. You know what? I'm going to get, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to be the active person in this in this next week. I have a lot of questions. I almost put since we're quarantined, what's your most unpopular opinion? No judge. Now my you can't have Brie. I, my unpopular opinion is that just black folks are dumber than white. But that's my unpopular. <laughs> I don't want I don't want none of those unpopular opinions. But keep it sanitary and uh put in your unpopular opinion and Dan and I will discuss it on the bonus app. Where there we we'll go. be like, "Oh no, this is There's a reason that's unpopular because it's wrong. (laughs) And speaking of bonus episodes, we will be doing one next week. I told you, we're going to get them out for you. We're going to be cranking this shit out. It's going to be like a, like a freaking podcast factory up in here. You know what I'm saying? Well, Dan, since you guys are quarantined, I remember a while ago, I had an idea. You and Gail are quarantined right now. Yes, sir. Why don't y'all do that relationship thing? I will do that. After you put out a triple threat, which was, I believe okay, you were saying done. that you were going to do three out of, you were going to do, what was it? You were going to do five a week, I believe is what you said. And I went, nah, I that's unrealistic. And, a half. and then you're all four and a half. How are you going to do four and a half, Steve? That doesn't even make sense. I said one and a half. How does one and a half make sense? I'll do, because I was going to be like triple threat and I'd come in and be like, hey, I just want you to know I love y'all. Peace. You're going to do a triple threat. And then the next one you'd be like, all right, next top. And it just ends. <laughs> <laughs> one and a half. There you go. There's a lot. Always putting my best foot forward. <laughs> but I would love to hear you and Gail on relate. Because here's the one thing that a lot of married people can't do, surprisingly, is stay in the same house for a long period of time. And you guys are accomplishing it like successfully. A lot of people I talk to at work, they're like, I don't want to work from home. I was like, why? They're like, because my husband's there. I'm like, Jesus, is that what y'all talk about at work? <laughs> I think she's definitely experiencing some of that. She wants to be back at work. Listen, regarding that, I'm not opposed to it. But two things. Um, it won't be on this feed. It'll be yeah. like a Patreon thing. And mm-hmm. the other one is, is that neither one of us are going to go, we know everything about marriage. We'll talk about our experiences. Yes. But I, I just think that you're selling it like, like I, you know, like a, you know, call up a 1-888-999-2567 and talk about your relationships with me. <laughs> I'm saying like I'm fucking Delilah thread. or something like we that. We could put a thread of, do you have relationship questions? Yeah, but who am I to answer these? That's the thing. <laughs> I'm just, who the fuck am I? We're just trying to get through life, man. Gee, you've been married for 20 years, bro. That's a lot. That's, that's true, but it doesn't mean that I'm the authority on these kind of things. More than us. There's no one in our group that knows more about relationships than you do. That's, no, that's a, that's a very um, grandiose statement. Damn, but I will say this. Uh-huh. We'll figure it out. We'll f- I'm, I'm not opposed to this, okay? So if any, but the thing is, is that I've got to get someone saying, hey, yeah, I'm interested in something like that because I don't want to just put that out if no one's interested. You know what I'm saying? I so Patreon listeners, if you would yes. be interested in hearing something like that with me and Gail getting on and just, I don't know, you can ask us questions like an ask me anything kind of situation or something. I don't even know what to do with this because this is 100% Steve's idea. But let me know if you have any interest, then we'll probably do something like that. We have the time. 
Lord knows we have the time. But if not, then maybe we'll squash it and we'll just talk about movies and dick jokes and zombies. And you know what I think we should do, Steve, is I think that we're missing an opportunity to come up with another Babadook series. Could this be? Are we are we with the next Babadook right now? We are. The Babadook is is right outside our door. Um, I would take this Babadook over the previous one. Yeah, well, this one goes away. Exactly. Well, yeah, the other one goes, well, yeah, you know. No, it doesn't. It yeah. does not go away. No, no, no. But um, <laughs> you know. It does not go away in the least bit. But uh, yeah, happier so. <laughs> I'm thinking, but no, I think I think this could be like a Babadook series. Or maybe we should have just called the last few episodes Babadook series. And we did. For sure. So, lost opportunity. Babadook 19. We'll just wait for the next pandemic and then we'll have a great <laughs> Babadook series. Yes. Dude, listen. I can't wait. Please stay inside as much as you can. Dan and I are making use of our Amazon purchases now as we speak. So do as much shopping as you can online, but also understand that it might take a little longer because those workers are very, very, very overworked. And then, yes, please. And then wipe off your stuff when you get it. Oh, that's true. And be nice to your people at the grocery store. Thank your healthcare professionals that are out there working on the front line. You do listen, hey man, and this to you, Dan. Be careful, bro. I'm gonna do my best, man. I mean, you're on the front line, dude. People, listen. A lot of times they come in and they don't even know where the hell they are. But exactly, I am no stranger to someone like turning their head and just going, oh, (laughs) you know, yeah. So I'm gonna be like, can you say that a little bit louder, sir? (laughs) Because that's as far as I'm going in, Dan. So. So y'all are all garbed up, though. You know, I got to be honest with you. I haven't been at work all week. Since all this went down, I have no idea what I'm walking into. I'm going to be going in tonight. <laughs> you know I'm just going to get briefed. Covered, though, right? What's that? You know ED is covered. Like there's a tent over it. Um, I did see something like that where I didn't know what it was. But yeah, they weren't letting us pull like, you know, go around to the back parking lot. So they have like a whole tent thing out there with... Uh, yeah. I don't know if they're, is it like a triage thing? I think they're triaging before they send in, which is very smart. Yeah. So it's a whole different world right now. I have no idea what I'm walking into for work. I don't know if I have PPE, personal protective equipment. I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah, but there's a shortage of it. So I'm very curious to see how this is going to go down. I'll tell you this. When I left, there was a, uh, we have this whiteboard, which is basically like, hey, we need this or this is happening. And it was, there was no uh, N95 masks. That's a little oh, concerning. Dude, come on, G. Yeah. No, so, bro. No. No. It's it's not. Ex- I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to say it's our it's our work's fault. I think that right now, no one was prepared for this. Only uh, Donald Trump, of course, he was prepared for this. Oh, but everybody God. else was not. Sorry. Have you gotten a call from <laughs> any of your leadership? No, not a, not a one. No, got people asking if I want to come in to work like for other days and stuff, but no one's checking on me. But I did let them know how sick I was. And I'm like, look, do you want me to come in? What they say? Hell yeah, we want you to come in. It's healthcare, baby. Get your ass over here. Oh, dude. But then I told them I can't, so I'm calling in sick. You got to be careful tonight, bro. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be careful. I work for, like I said, the next five days. And, oh, shoot. And, you know, we're in it now. Like now we're going to start seeing in how many people actually have this. But here's the thing when it comes to stuff like that, dude. And you know, um, in a hospital setting, MRSA, which is it's a it's a staph infection. It stands for methicillin resistant Staphylococcus aureus. If you were curious, um, you know, there's contact precautions. So if a patient comes down and they have MRSA on their skin or maybe in their sputum, 
different parts of their body, you have to take these precautions, right? But here's the situation. There are people walking around right now. Now it's going to be a little easier right now because of the lockdowns and such. But before all this started, isn't that weird to say that before all this started? I know, dude. Um, you know, you could just be standing right next to these people. Hey, I'm Dan. Shake their hand. You could That's be sitting true. next to them at the movies or what have you. So I try to look at it from that way. Like, you know what? There's probably a lot of us that are infected or, or being carriers or whatnot. But you just have to keep practicing these precautions, man, and, and act as if. If no, you know, you're totally right. You know, if you if you think you're sick, if you're starting to feel fever and everything's do what I did, call your doctor. It's they're going to decide on what they want you to do. In my case, the doctor's like, I don't think you I don't have any like reason to think you have this. I think you just have like a flu or, a, you know, heavy cold or something. But yeah, you know, do do the homework, guys, and just and do the proper steps and keep yourself safe. And then again, one thing that I wanted to bring up real quick is that, you know, I'm thinking of my grandfather and whatnot. We talked about it a little bit. But you had mentioned, Steve, that you had seen a um, an elderly woman in the store yeah. and she seemed rattled, right? Yes. Keep your eye out for that. Obviously, we are supposed to maintain social distancing and have like six feet between us. But if you see someone in the store, you're in there and you're just, you know, going to go grab some TP or whatever. And you see someone struggling and confused. Understand that not only are the elderly dealing with possibly being alone and not having anyone, they could be dealing with like early, not even early onset, just dementia. And just being lost and they're just trying to make their way amongst all this confusion. Um, lots of things. Just high anxiety. I mean, they're scared. You know, they feel and they feel alone, like I said. So take a little time. Be a little more conscious of who's around you. And if you see an elderly person that's struggling, help them out. Do something nice. Don't worry about. I understand you have to take your precautions and everything. But try to be that kind of person right now because I think that's really what we need. We need to be helping our elderly That's the best way to end it. On that note, I love you guys. Listen to what Dan just said. And I. the next time... That we'll talk to you is going to be next week. We love you. Bunches. Stay safe. I'm out. Bunches and bunches, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Dan Ramirez. Something's going on with my voice. I'm about to lose it again. I don't know what's up. I haven't really talked this much since I got better. But thank you for listening to episode 103. We'll be back next week. We're ready to do it to it all over again. And like I said, we're going to be doing two shows next week. So Patreon listeners, look out for that. All right, y'all. Be cool. Be good to yourselves. Be good to the people around you, particularly the elderly. Peace. Thank you.